Welcome to the Real Talk Real Walk podcast with Sean and Rayshawn. It's where the counselor talking in the office meets the influencer walking it out on the streets. And we bridge the gap between the wisdom of the past and the need to practically walk it out in the present. It is the place where Generation X meets Generation Y. We do this by helping you uncover the limiting beliefs that have kept you stuck and then helping you discover what better looks like for you and equipping you with the tools to create it. Get ready to break the chains that bind you and live the life that inspires you because Real Talk, Real Walk with Sean and Rashawn starts now. Here we go again, Rashawn. What's up, Real Talk, Real Walk? Here we go. Man, I'm excited. We have uh, one of our favorite guests we've Come ever on. had on the show. Let's go. Ryan Waller. Come on, Ryan Waller. Come on. Now, if you haven't got that formal introduction, that means you did not listen to the last episode. Uh-oh. You need to go back, go back. to the last it was episode good. and engage great. it because there was so much wisdom, so much knowledge sure. and insight coming from oh, these yeah. two counselors. Boom. The influencer needs to get out the way now and let Ryan step on the scene. Honey. Watch out. Watch out. Boom. He's coming after you. Here we go. I hope y'all ready. Y'all ready? I'm ready. I'm Let's ready. Go. Help me. <laughs> All right. Well, hey guys, welcome back, Ryan. Welcome back. Ah, it's exciting to be back. Thanks All the way back me. from Texas. All the way. <laughs> so far, man. So it's far. so far, so far, and so glad to have you here. Welcome to my house. Thank you. It's beautiful here. Thank Happy you, brother. Happy to be here. You've yeah. got a massive backyard. It's yeah, incredible. I'm blessed. Bobcats, deer, ah. all kinds of hawks, kite hawks. Now I'm getting scared. Yeah, you should. Yeah. You should. Rashawn, yeah. Rashawn doesn't come after after dark. He's a little bit scared. He's a kind of an urban fella. Yeah, he doesn't do the wildlife, does he? He's not much of a wildlife guy. I mean, he has a goldfish. Does that count? No, doesn't. No, okay, just making sure. I just spent too much time in the dark. Too much time in the dark. Now we want to live in the light. Well, guys, we are excited because we are on our fourth segment of how to overcome anxiety, the secret to a life well lived. I mean, I feel like we dove into one of the two traits last time. If you have not listened to our previous podcast, it, it'd be well, you'd be well served to go back and check them out because they're great. I think we tell the stories. We just help you understand that we are with you. You are not alone mm-hmm. in suffering through anxiety. That I mean, God has made a way through practical steps and that you don't have to live. I think that's part of the challenge is in our society, instead of dealing with the root issues that cause anxiety, mm-hmm. that cause fear, we take a pill. Now yeah. in Oklahoma, you can smoke, a, you can smoke some pot yeah. and, or, or you divert your attention to the media you go to social media you go to netflix you do something other your workaholism maybe you serve too much at church right right could be anything yeah there's so many different ways to numb the anxiety instead of as you say getting to the root of it and there are times look life is hard and anxiety is going to be there and there are things that we need to do at times right to help us get through that that that's fine right a little bit of netflix or whatever it is but the reality is if we continue to live in that space where we're only ever just numbing, right? Going for that quick fix. We're never going to get to that place where the anxiety lives and we're never going to actually find peace, Mm, right? We've got to understand that these other ways that we do these things, it's just, they're just temporary fixes. But if you want to live into a place of peace, right, you've got to go to the root. Wow. Man, this guy, you are deep, brother. Rashawn was right about you. (laughs) I think, I think he's a a seasoned counselor. It sounds like from what we're talking about. Man, we'll get there. You're bringing a lot. You're bringing a lot to the table. Thanks. So the two traits that mark a life that's living by the love of God. Remember those two traits? Yeah, man. We're 
fearless. Fearless. And free. And free. So fearless, we talked about, is not the absence of fear, mm. but it's the refusal to be bound by it by making your decisions and by living your life. Right. So it doesn't mean you won't fail. It doesn't mean you don't have this fear. It means you'll press through it and that you'll take steps forward and not allow it to control and handcuff your life. That's right. Yeah. So then the second one is free. A mark a life marked by love, by God's love, is free. It says there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And it goes on to talk about the law of sin, the law of life. And we are set free to live for Christ when we choose to live out of his love. And that is our identity. Because when we live as a son or a daughter that already has all the love that God can give, well, then we can take risks. Right. We can have the freedom to make mistakes because we're not putting our identity. We're not betting our identity by our decisions. We're not betting our identity because we've taken a risk. We're not betting our identity because I've made a phone call or because I've confronted an issue with somebody like a friend or a church member or an employee. I'm not betting my identity. My identity is safe and secure in Christ. That's right. All the identities that we try to wrap around ourselves, we have to realize other than our core identity as beloved child of God, they can all go away. Right. So if I try to, if I try to have my identity in that, I'm a good decision maker or that I'm a counselor or that writer, whatever it is, you've just got to understand like life goes up and life goes down. All those can go away. But if we can found and really understand that God has chosen us to be his beloved children, and there's nothing we can do to change that, right? This is what he's chosen. That's right. And when we hear God say to Jesus, you are my beloved, we can hear those words to us. Then we can know who we are. And then that puts us in a place to go and live and, and be free. But we've got to know that that's our actual identity. None of this other stuff. None of that stuff matters. Doesn't matter. You know, Galatians 5 one says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Mm. Let us no longer be bound again by a yoke of slavery. Yeah. So think about what freedoms mm. do you want to live out of? What freedoms in your own life do you feel like you would love, but it's just a, it's just a dream that's in a distant land? Mm. And how free really are you? How free are your kids? How free is your spouse? How free is your family? How free are the people that you work with? What areas of your life are you bound in? Are you bound because you don't want to confront somebody because you're a people pleaser? Are you able to say no? Do you have the freedom to say no? Or do you, wait, maybe the other side, maybe you don't have the freedom to say yes because you're so afraid to say yes because you may be vulnerable. Yeah. Maybe you've lived a life of no's and everybody's on the outside of the boundaries. Yeah. Think about it. I struggle with people pleasing for sure. I I don't want to let anybody down, right? I want to be all things to all people all the time. And so I, I get afraid, right, to say no. And what I've got to understand or when I'm really getting it is that I realize, oh, I'm grounding my identity and making this person happy in this moment. And I'm not living into the reality that I've already been accepted by the only one that really matters. God has chosen to let me and said, I'm, I'm your, I'm his child. And instead I'm trying to be, uh, I don't know. You could look at it that way, the child of everybody else. And I realize that I'm just, it's, 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 it's exhausting. And wow. It's false. You know, we couldn't have scripted that any better. Check this out. We don't, we did not pre-plan any of this, but are you, think about your own life. Are you still living under the jurisdiction of your parents? Is your identity capable, able, have you chosen to step beyond who the people from your past said you are? Mm. 
Are you willing to grab hold of the identity that God says, man, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. When you start to rest, I know on vacation I get all these grand ideas. When I have space for my brain, my heart, and I'm safe, and I don't have all these expectations and pressures to make big-time decisions, I start to hear from God. Mm. I start to hear my kids and my wife through a different lens of peace rather than angst and I need to get to the next thing. So think about that. Whose jurisdiction do you live under still to this day? Boy, that's powerful because that's going to determine ultimately what you're capable of doing, right? So if you know that you're under the jurisdiction of God and you're living into that freedom, right? That Christ has freed us from the the tyranny, right? The slavery of of sin. Sure. Not for us to come in and, 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 and be slaves to something else, but be slaves to the freedom, right, that he offers, right? And so that's going to dictate everything that you do, whether or not you're free or not. That's so true. And think about this. Do you look like the version of you that your past circumstances, Mm -hmm. the people back there, or even some of the people currently in your life say that you should be? Or do you look like the version of you that inside deep, maybe it's really deep within you, that God called you to become? Yeah. But Sean, that's so hard. I mean, how do you how do you get past for the folks who have had people in their past really tell them that this is what you are? Like, you know, you're, you're a failure, right? Or you're, 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 you're never going to amount to anything. You're no good. You're not worthy. How do we get beyond that? How do we remove those labels to be open to accepting the label that God has for us to live under his, his jurisdiction? How do we do that? That is an amazing question. This guy is on point. I like, man. You need to, you need to take the train from Texas every week. I need, I expect you to come down and Happy see to do us. It. Happy Love to do it. it. So, I think it's what you choose to bring into your life. You know, some people they come in, they're not even able to hear what we're talking about at a level that they're willing to make a decision on it yet. And that may be you listening today. And so, bringing into your awareness identity. The Bible, books on this, books that are audible, podcasts, choosing to bring other people in your life that are life givers, like your life giver, Ryan, Rashawn's a life giver, you know, and that starts to give you a new message that starts at some level when you do it longer and longer and persevere and daily. Let this be your new renewing your mind through the washing of God's word, through the washing of positive messages, through positive and godly people. It starts to compete. And then it starts to win Hmm. over the messages of your past. Hmm. And just like those messages were the dominating force in your life, these new messages start to rewire, start to come in and crowd out because light and darkness cannot share the same space. When there is darkness and I turn the light on, what happens to the darkness? Yeah, it goes away. It always goes away. It never happens a different way. You know, this is a great thing. I'm taking my daughter in September on her 13th birthday trip. Now I do trips for our birthdays because I want my kids not just to remember that they're special, that we did something cool. I mean, that's nice, but the, the money, the investment, the time is, I want her to remember that she is beautiful, that she is the reflection of God's personality here on earth, that she's a reflection of God's beauty and no man should ever be able to adulterate that, that she is such a high level value character person. And what I do a month before that is I inundate, I bring all this stuff about women's identity, teenage girls. I will immerse myself. I will forego all the other habits that I do related to learning new things at a high level. I'll probably do 80% of that. And so when you, when you bump into me, you'll hear what little girls are beautiful. You'll hear something about teenagers, about becoming a woman. I will just 
I will just ever vest it. It will just come out of my pores because I've so diversed myself or dove into these areas of identity with girls, of how to show them value, of how to help her feel beautiful. And just in normal conversation, because it's on my mind and in my heart, it will naturally and fluently start to come out of you. It'll come out of you because you've been intentional about what you're allowing to come in. And I think that's so important. If we're going to replace that dominant narrative that we have, we've got to understand that whatever it is that we're consuming, and we're all consuming a lot these days, all of the time, through all the mediums that you mentioned, right? Be it Netflix or a podcast or it's a book or it's an audio book or whatever, we've got to know that the narrative that's going to end up playing in our mind and in our heart is going to be dictated by whatever narrative we're open to. And so we've got to be intentional to being open to the narrative that God has if we've got any hope of replacing a narrative or a false narrative that's been given to us in the past. That's exactly right. You know a great place that you can find exactly what it looks like to be free and not be a slave is toddlers. I want you to think about toddlers. They don't care what they say. They don't care who they say no in front of. It, you know, if you go to YouTube and you watch, you put in toddler videos dancing, you will see some of the craziest dances. They're out there with their diapers. They're unaware. It's not even that they're choosing to not think about what people consider or how they're looking at or judging them. They're unaware, oblivious that there even is this shame culture, This these things that really make you slaves to these fears, to these anxieties. What does this person think? How are they going to react? They don't care. Toddlers will say the craziest things. They'll do the craziest things. They'll be on the. They'll be upset about something at uh, Sprouts or Natural Grocers or Whole Foods, wherever you shop, and they'll be on the ground freaking out. You know why? Because they're not happy and they don't care who knows about That's it. That's right. That's right. I've got a three-year-old. Uh, oh, you're right, right, there. Yeah, you're right I'm, there. You're right there. Right there. Yeah, yeah. I've got a three-year-old, and he loves music. And the moment that any music comes on, he starts dancing. And he just he just can't help it, right? Because it's his thing, yeah. And you can tell, like, baby shark, baby, right, right, baby shark. You've been there, right? Yeah, you know. But he just moves because obviously there's something in him that really resonates with music, and he likes to dance. Perfect. Where like I'm the same way, but I hear music, I don't always start moving. Why? I'm worried about what other people think, or you know, it could be weird for a 37 year old man to start dancing. No, Sean does it all the time. Are you kidding me? He's doing it right now. But there's there's a beauty in that though, right? Of, of, of knowing that's well, right. no like he's not worried because he's just living in the reality of, of, of who he is right and who God made him to be and he hasn't had all those sort of um, that, that those critical voices come in yet and this that's is why right. I think Jesus talks a lot about us returning to this sort of childlike state it's not that we um wear diapers again yeah not that we wear diapers again necessarily right or or, or 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 necessarily i think some people look at that and say oh you're you're just supposed to be ignorant or it's like no no children aren't ignorant right they, they don't have the experience they're unexperienced, they're unexperienced but they're, f- they're fully human beings right that's right and there's this sense in which there's a beauty a place that they live from an authenticity that oftentimes we forget as we grow old because we begin to listen to false narratives about who we are. That's so true. You know, you know. I think about when you think about kids, and you think about your three-year-old kids. How do you feel when your kids start dancing? Uh, unadulterated joy. And I think if we can embrace and live for the pleasure of one, then we can start liberating ourselves from the slavery to all. Mm. 
Amen. And so when we live for the pleasure of one, like your daughter, your, you have two sons, your sons start to dance. You feel this unadulterated, pure bliss because they're just going for it and there's they're unhindered and you're just goofing, laughing, having a great time. There's a scripture and I think it's Zephaniah. It says the Lord will sing over you loudly, loudly. Now my kids don't so much appreciate this at their stages that I sing loudly. They do in our house, but not in public as much. And I think about if we can start realizing and valuing that God is has this unadulterated, pure joy when we live free, mm. we'll be released. Yeah, that's right. I think we don't think about that enough to realize that the Lord delights, delights. in our living, right? When we're living and understanding from the Lord's love and into the Lord's love, that brings the Lord joy. I mean, think about that, that your life is that valuable, that the God of the universe cares and loves and is interested in what you're doing. And you have the ability to affect God, right? He brought us into existence to be into relationship with him. That, that matters. It's not just that we're doing what he says or or whatever it is, um, trying necessarily to, to, to please him. Like we bring God joy. That's right. Right. Think about that. If you're ever feeling down or you think, do I matter or or whatever that is? Oh, yeah. You matter so much that God created you and is affected by you. Amen. You know, and I think about our own kids. If you guys have kids out there listening, how do you feel when your, your kids are free? How do you feel when you see them going forward, whether it's in sports, whether it's with a relationship, whether it's doing something silly or trying out for a play or whatever the case may be, sharing the gospel, praying for somebody that needs help. Think about the joy that you get and think about how blessed they are and how they are pushing back the darkness that would seek to overcome them because that effort, that living free is also a muscle. The more real estate that you engage in, the more that you push back the darkness, the fears and all the things that would come upon you, the more real estate that you can live in. And how big of a life do you want to live? Do you want to access all the identity that God has for you? Or do you want to stop short and just get part of whatever is easy, whatever is in the the close proximity to you, which is your past people? I know people that come to counseling and there's 50s, 60s, 70s that still have the same relationships from high school. And I'm not saying it like it's a good thing. It just never transcended beyond and considered what was possible if they trusted God instead of lived out of the comfort, even if the comfort was toxic of their past. And I think about the other thing of living fearless. How do you feel when your kids live fearless? Oh, yeah. You feel fulfilled. You feel like, oh, this is what's supposed to be happening, right? This is life. And you know when you're looking at it that their limits don't exist, right? That the possibilities, we don't even know. And that's what God wants for us, right? We limit ourselves right, by our past. And we think, oh, well, I can only do so much or be so much. Where God wants to say, no, 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 no. You're my beloved child. You have no idea, right? You don't know the future that I've got planned for. You don't know the things, right, that I can do. Sure. And so the way that I look at it a lot of times is I ask myself, well, how much life do I want to live, right? God doesn't necessarily promise us particular like like uh, specifics, specifics right, or necessarily outcome, but he does say, right, Jesus says clearly, I came to bring life and to bring life in abundance, Amen. right? And so if we want that abundant life, which there, there's no cap to what that can look like. If we want that life, right, we can have that life. 
but That's we've right. got to be willing to go for it. To go for it. That's, That's right. so good. And guys, I want to encourage all of you listening. We do this podcast because we believe that God has an abundant life for you. And I know in our counseling practice at New Vision Counseling that live, we see so many people come in the door and they are just stuck believing what their past has said, what the people say about them. If they work in a job that doesn't value who they are as a person or recognize or give them an opportunity to access the gifts and use those gifts to further the kingdom. And in that kingdom could be a teacher. In a public school, that could be how God's called you to live. It could be anything. I would just encourage you to go back and listen to all these episodes before this, this episode, to just realize that Ryan and I, and even Rashawn, we're not any different than you are. We may look different. Ryan may look like he's a professional athlete, but we are not any different. Ballerina. Ballerina. I mean, whatever. I mean, whatever. They are professional athletes. Let's be honest. That's right. That's absolutely right. (laughs) Michael Phelps, you know, he's a professional swimmer. Right. Uh, But... There's nothing extraordinary about us except for that we have trusted God more than we've trusted our past. That's right. More than we've trusted our fears. And we've taken risks that a lot of you out there are on the precipice, are on the very border of maybe I should trust God. Maybe my life could be more impactful if I would just, and that's where you jump in to fill the blank. And guys, maybe this has been blessing to you. Share it with your friends. Share it with people in your life. Go back, rate, review us, because it gets the word out that God can change your life. And you know, if you need more, we have a counseling practice. It's called newvisioncounseling.live. That's newvisioncounseling.live. Live, L-I-V-E, live it out. And we would love to partner with you. We marry biblical principles with cutting-edge counseling techniques to join you in your story to help you discover what better looks like for you and then equip you with the tools to create it. Create it. Boom. (laughs) Well, guys, I want Ryan to tell you where you can find him at because this guy, I'm praying, believing. My wife and I prayed last night. There might be a, he might be the answer to our prayers. And uh, just we got to fellowship with him at Panera, which some people call Panera. Just a few. Just, just a, a few. few. Texas yeah. probably calls it Yeah, there. yeah, but we're weird down you're there. You're all weird down there. Yeah. You're big and you're weird. That's right. But really like Texas. Yeah. God may be opening a door for us to write something. How can they get a hold of you? What do you this guy's an extraordinary writer. He's written for some top-level people. He's helping Rashawn right now with his yeah. current book. Start Where You Are. Start, Start Where You Are. are. Boom. Some good stuff. Some yeah, great yeah. stuff. You can find me online, Ryan Casey Waller on Facebook, Ryan Casey Waller on Instagram. Got a new website that'll launch soon, RyanCaseyWaller.com. So Calm. you can find me there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guys, God bless you. Access these resources and tools. Thank you for rating and viewing us, reviewing us, and create an amazing week and day, one decision at a time. God bless.